0: There's a smart new website that will change the way you invest using social
1: media like Folio. Here to explain a team of brothers, Andy and Landon Swan of Like Folio. And they've always been building out great technology at the intersection of social and trading. Powered
0: by unique social data, analyzed by legendary traders. The Like Folio broadcast starts right, right now. now.
2: What's up, Like Folio Nation? Growing, growing fast with the app is a huge hit. Podcast is growing in numbers, a lot of it due to the app. Um, we're on a roll here. Lannon was in San Francisco giving his um, spiel on Like Folio last Saturday. And tell us how that went. It was great. It was actually a really good turnout.
1: I think they had um, 450, I believe. Wow. Yeah, it's a really nice strong. turnout. And, um, the, my talk went over really well because I, I got so many people coming up to me after asking about the app, asking about different, uh, charts that I put up. And some, you know, I, I put up, I think 13 different tickers. I know I wouldn't have time for that many, but then I kind of took requests and we got through a few of them. And I said, if you've got questions about the others, come up and see me after. And, you know, some people who had those were, very interested. So that was cool. And actually the one that we're talking about today, I didn't get to talk about on stage, but I had questions about it after. So
2: yeah, that was one. So the, the ticker today is BWLD Buffalo Wild Wings. And that was the one I kind of, I guess I misled people because I kind of teased it out like, BWLD, that's the one ticker that Landon's going to be going over that you should ask <laughs> him about, because that's the one that I like to trade on the that's best. Perfect. Right. It's uh, a good trade. And it's a good setup. Uh, we'll go through the other ones on Friday, the ones that you did hit on, um, which I think were Amazon, Apple, and... Carnival and Snapchat. So Carnival, we've already done. Podcast right. listeners, listeners know that we've been... Uh, bullish on carnival we loved that retracement down to 60 where we were all able to get in and now mm-hmm. it's above that so everybody's happy there so amazon snapchat and apple will be our topic for friday but for now we're going to stick with buffalo wild wings because this was the one when i looked at both the stock chart and the um, social data purchase intent mentions uh, that really stuck out to me as looked like a really good opportunity
1: plus we're very familiar. For those who don't That's know, true. we used to go there every Friday for lunch for probably 10 years.
0: I miss that tradition. Yeah.
1: The yeah, <laughs> whole too. office would go. They, they kind
0: awesome. of it wasn't really our fault that the tradition failed. They kind of
2: ruined it for us. Yeah, the service got We stopped going cuz it it's was so bad. It, yeah, we would be sit
0: there we would literally sit there for an hour bef- after we ordered before we got our food. Yep. It was
2: crazy. Yeah, they really got they really got bad and it was like you know one of those things where you kind of want to go up to the manager and say just a little tip here fridays for lunch mm-hmm. buffalo wild wings <laughs> should might be, might be, should a, be efficient <laughs> might right. be
0: pretty good well that one guy that managed mike or something like that he was your buddy yeah when he was there it was like
2: boom 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 you guys mm-hmm. want some free nachos too on top of that and then he left and, and then poof, everything wah, went downhill wah. so fast so what's going on with buffalo wild wings landing on the social data
1: yeah. So this is one I wish that someone on stage had asked me. I did get questions afterwards. Someone came up and said, let me see Buffalo Wild Wings. I said, oh yeah, B dubs. He goes, no, no, BWLD. I was like, right, right. That is the ticker. <laughs> Didn't know the slang, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's actually pretty, a pretty cool chart on, um, the consumer spend purchase intent data. You can see that it's fairly seasonal around, um, I guess the end of football and the end of college basketball. So, so those
2: two time periods are
1: Right. The, basically, the very beginning of every, each year is uh, is the spike for BWLD. And the chart, the stock chart, follows the purchase intent chart really well. It's got a pretty good lag on it, but it's, it's right there with it. And they were doing really well back in 2014, and then they started sliding after that. And the last two seasons, I guess if you could call it that, uh, were very low compared to previous, and this most recent one was the lowest it's been. And the trail off afterwards is even more dramatic than previous trail off. So we're at essentially five year lows on purchase intent for Buffalo Wild Wings,
2: including seasonality,
1: including including seasonality. Yes,
2: yeah, that's very important. So
1: in addition, the sentiment, the yeah. consumer happiness five years ago was. Around 77%.
2: I'm hearing that. I'm yep. hearing that. I feel mm-hmm. like we were feeling that.
1: Mm-hmm. Now it's 69%. Yep.
0: This this whole, all this data correlates perfectly with our lunch tradition. Personal experience. Yeah. And It's almost like we made this happen. <laughs> 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 all
2: right. Well, the, you know, that's the whole theory behind like folio is, and I. that's one of the reasons I love looking at this stuff is because when the social data matches up with my personal experience and what I think... I've seen in my peer group, especially if I'm in the target demographic for the company, which clearly I am, Buffalo Wild Wings, then, you know, that's like, that's all systems go. That's green flags everywhere. and Especially when the stock is not
1: tanking like right like the stock's been pretty sideways for the last year and a half
2: except for the last six days i mean i wish we would have done this podcast about six days ago yes um so nick can take us through the stock a little bit landon you missed it on friday we went through um you know the basics of technical analysis Mm -hmm. and really that being as far as you know even a high professional trader like nick really needs to go you know instead of All the pattern recognition stuff that a lot of people get really caught up into. It's, you know, what we went over was how great it is to be very good at the basics support, identifying demand, resistance, identifying supply, understanding trends, and how those impact Mm -hmm. uh, the psychology of the market. So, yeah, keeping it it
0: simple to identify opportunity and then utilizing
2: proper strategy on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: downloaded and listened to it on the plane. I love that. Thumbs up. Absolutely.
2: Love that. Uh, So get into it, Nick. Let's let's hear Landon saying. B B Dubs is a little
0: yeah, looking wonky.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So what's up with the stock?
0: All right. um, Well, as you mentioned, over the past six days, we're down about seven and a half percent. So it's dropped from one sixty to its current price of around one forty eight. And Landon kind of mentioned that it's been consolidating for the past year and a half. Well. The entire year of 2017, it's been consolidating even tighter in a tight pattern between around 145 and 165. Right now, it's moving towards that 145 consolidation support level. So it's tested this level many times. Generally, the more it tests a level, the more likely it is to potentially break through it because more and more people are knocking on the door saying, knock, knock, you still going to be there to support people? Right. You know, and somebody's uh, still
2: there ready to buy these shares because yeah, I'm ready to sell
0: them. 'em. <laughs> I'm ready to just go crazy on shorting this bad boy. Um so unfortunately the options liquidity is a little weak. The uh, implied volatility percentile is fifty. It's not the worst options liquidity in the world. I don't necessarily I do want to participate in this in this trade. Mm-hmm. I don't want to short shares because it's hundred and forty eight dollar stock. Right. So, we're talking about a lot of, you know, capital outlay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I don't really love anything here because of the options liquidity situation and the price of the stock. Uh, but I think looking at the September 2017 135, 155 put spread, just buying the put spread.
2: So, you're going to buy the 155 puts and sell, sell the, the 135s. 135 puts. Okay. Correct.
0: $9 debit. Okay. You're risking 900 to make 1100. Break even 146. So the break even's two dollars under this current level.
2: Oh, I kind of really like that.
0: Essentially, you're saying to yourself, "All right, I'm going to have the break even just above this 145 support consolidation support that we've seen it from 2017. I don't really want to get so aggressive that I'm putting the break even below that support level, but I'm willing to get pretty close to that support level mm-hmm. as far as my break even goes. I want to see. If this thing tests this 145 again, is it finally going to break through? We've got this bearish data telling us it—you know—it may, mm-hmm. it may not happen this test, which is why I'm giving it plenty of duration. Yep. But I think one or two, three max more tests, then and this thing's breaking.
1: And we've got earnings are in late July. Yeah. Just FYI,
0: it was July 26 last year, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you can assume it'll be the, you know, the last week of July.
1: So on this one, you would have one earnings report. During this trade to potentially hold through, mm-hmm.
0: but hopefully we get the break below that consolidation support prior to that earnings event, and we can take profits before the binary. Event.
2: Yeah, hopefully it's just another situation like the opposite with CMG, where we said, you know, this is turning around, and uh, Chipotle, this is turning around, and we think it's going to be a nice uh, December and January, February for this stock, and then three weeks later, analysts kind of jumped on board with mm-hmm. their own findings, and the stock. Took a um, took a big rally off of that, and so you could see the same type of thing. I'm not saying you right. will, but one of the best case scenarios for this type of trade is analysts eventually see what we're seeing, what we're seeing in Social Day. They eventually see in their own methods, and they start to put out warnings about that July, late July earnings number, you know, a month or so from now.
0: I do want to note that there's two reasons that I'm going to size down in this position. One, we've already seen that 7% drop in the past six days. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this doesn't mean we're late to the game. It just means that opportunity has slightly diminished. Two, I went to the website before we got on this podcast to see if they had any new products or sauces. <laughs> okay. Literally made me start drooling. that tells me I still subconsciously deep down love this product. Right. I can't go too crazy on the short side here. It's tough to bet. It's good.
2: It's tough to bet against a company where you really like what they do. It is. So I agree. I'm going to keep my, I'm going to go one contract on this. Now I'm also going to go one contract because I don't like necessarily where we are in that consolidation range, Mm -hmm. you know, near the low end of that consolidation range. Where is the, upper end of that consolidation range where I might add another one if this initially goes against me
0: so 165 is the high I think when you get towards that 160 level okay so 157 156 range all right then you can start looking at adding back to the short side
2: all right I like that or bearish I think that's the way I'm gonna play it I'm gonna put one on now and then if it gets up near um you know 155 157 add another one and be averaged in at a better price so I'm like mentally committing to two right now. That's cool. But um
1: and one tip on fills, since there's a little bit of a spread on the options, instead of just putting it at midpoint, you know, take since it's a debit, start a little bit lower, submit your order, wait ten seconds, cancel replace, move it up a little bit, just keep doing that until you get filled. Well, technically
0: the nine dollars I put on here is the, the absolute low. It's a nine ten uh midnight spread. Okay. So I put it in at the low because with something like this, I'm going to force it to fill as favorable towards me as possible gotcha. because the liquidity is a bit questionable and I want to be in the best position possible. I saw it go down to 880 a couple of times while I was watching it, which is why I think nine is even possible. Otherwise I wouldn't have put nine, but I mean, I think this is, I would, I would hold here.
2: Yeah. We can be patient. Yeah. Cool. I think that sounds good. I think then once we all fill, We're gonna all need to go to Buffalo Wild Wings (laughs) between now and Friday,
1: and then when we wait forty five minutes, an hour for our Mm -hmm. food, we're gonna we're gonna be on our phones adding contracts. Like I want more of this trade. (laughs) Do you guys
0: think there is a direct competitor that is hurting them right now, like Wingstop? Because I wouldn't really call Wingstop a direct Mm -hmm. competitor. It's not the same experience, same type of food. No, experience is totally different.
2: I think that I think personally that the competition is coming from. Not just specific wing joints, but the idea of these national chain, really well done sports bar places. So like Double Dogs just opened up right mm-hmm. around here. It's got a million TVs and a you know a, a greasy menu. I don't think it's necessarily just wings for wings. I think it's just experience for experience. Sure, I yeah.
1: would also say a competitor is um, Domino's and all the others because. How many times, if you think about, and we're small sample size, but we get invited to guys' houses for, you know, they have pizza and bourbon, watch the game in the basement kind of thing. Sure. As opposed to, uh, in the past, maybe we'd all meet at beat ups. Yeah. So I think that, so that it's that more is, of a substitute, but it could be a shift.
2: Yeah, I think it. I think that's what I was trying to get at. That there's more of a, there's more of a experience experience options. Yeah there's, yeah. there's
0: just so many experience options. Even you can even throw in the mix. These, the TVs these days are getting so crazy, like the OLED TVs. Yeah. Like, you don't point. you don't want to go to B-Dubs when you can sit at home and watch the crispiest, most amazing picture on NFL football that's you've very ever true. imagined.
2: That's very true because it used to be you would go to Buffalo Wild Wings because they had the bigger TVs than you and had in your house. And because they had and the now, game. And
0: now you go you there, you can barely even see the picture because <laughs> yeah. the projection screen is just so bad. Right. Yeah. And you're like, what am I? I can't even see what's going on.
1: A lot of times they don't have... They, they had the game and you couldn't get it. Back in the day. Back in the day. Now it's, you get anything you want.
2: Yeah. Now you, now you can watch the entire NCAA March Madness on your laptop.
1: Hmm. I'd like to see what their uh, consumer spend numbers are during pay-per-view events.
2: I bet it's pretty good.
1: but it's better than normal.
2: Yep. All right. Cool. So we have hit Buffalo Wild Wings out of the park. We're going to look at that um, put spread and we're going to check out the product
1: Market research. I like the sound of that.
2: All right, good show guys. Hit us up at Like Folio on Twitter. Make sure you get the app in the app store. Just search for Like Folio. It's the coolest thing ever. And uh, (laughs) Subscribe
1: to that channel. Subscribe to the Like Folio channel so you can Yeah,
2: you gotta subscribe to the Like Folio Alerts channel so that every time we put out a note, whether it's a podcast or just a note that consumer intent or purchase intent's up on this stock, sentiments down on that stock, you get it first thing.